welcome to Bevy's on Tap. I'm Tim. I'm Jeff. And Jeff, this is episode number 21, oh, a much yeah. anticipated episode. Oh, yeah. All right. So, um, I'm excited to talk about this one. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to talk about a uh, little bit about the Mocha Java Stout, um, a 7.4, uh, sorry, Mocha Java Breakfast Stout, 7.4% breakfast stout. Um, so, uh, uh, we might uh, get this one to you a little bit earlier in the morning so you can have it as a wake-up call, <laughs> right? So um, this is made with coffee, correct? Yeah, a lot of coffee, both in the grain bill and like actual coffee. Yeah, well, let's crack these bevies open and we'll talk about it. And uh, then I think we got some more news that people might be uh, a, a little, little bit more, more interested, interested in. in yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, wow, look at the color of this, nice and bold. see this man actually haven't had this one off tap yet oh yeah look at that not gonna see through this one no definitely not not gonna see through this one wow did you see um so when i poured it my foam was initially kind of real white and then it turned like yeah you know as it as it settles down it's got, it got that like roasty bit, yeah uh... roasted look yep beautiful Oh, I can taste the coffee. Oh, dude, yeah. And taste the stout. And this is um, cocoa nibs as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah, so it's got a little bit of that, like, um, kind of uh, uh, premier mm. breakfast coffee, flu-flu coffee, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, like you can get it, um, well, so many places, but I was going to say Starbucks or Beaners or... Um, yeah. Or, uh, yeah. What is it, Maddie and Bella? Yeah. Isn't that the place? Down, yeah, downtown. You know, local coffee shops that uh, this is this is like craft at its best, I think, right here. Yeah, this um, one, uh, it's a lot of fun to make, too, man, because um, like the grain belt, it's all, you know, this is the grain is what um, what makes up the body to this beer, the color and, and everything and the flavor. But um, so we use part of the grain bill is um, coffee malt, but we also use um coffee beans that I'll grind yeah. and I'll throw those in the boil. Real coffee. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, so there's a little bit of caffeine in this one. When it yeah. 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 For real. It'll wake, it'll wake you up. That's why the breakfast. Yeah. So I guess, you know, the coffee tastes, but also it's, it's like for real. Yeah. And the chocolate's um, nice and the cocoa nibs go in the boil as well. But then we also, um, uh, after fermentation, we'll throw in a ton more of, I'll grind a, a, a ton more coffee beans, grind them up, uh, to make them ground and then um, toss those in the fermenter. Keep yeah. those in there. So for almost a like while. a dry hop, but a dry mm -hmm. um, uh, grind. Yeah. Like kind of, well, I don't know what you call it, dry bean. Yeah. Dry ground bean. Yeah. Dry ground bean. <laughs> exactly. Right? Yeah. Dry ground, dry ground bean hop or uh, fermentation experience. Yeah. yeah. And it's nice. You got to keep a track or you got to keep an eye on like how many days you've got it in the fermenter, the coffee beans, because um, if you keep them in there too long, you're risking, you know, it'll be too bitter. It'll throw these other flavors yeah, that you don't want to Because it does so bring gotta, in more bitterness. Because yeah. coffee in itself can be bitter. Yeah. Um, it's like fresh coffee is typically um, the the softest on people's palate. Yeah. You know, if you, if you, that's why people throw out old coffees because if you drink it the next morning, it's a little bit more bitter typically. It'll, it'll sit there and it um, gets a little bit more acidy. Yeah. 
Um, but this one's nice, man. Um, and I can taste the, the cocoa nibs in it. It's nice. Like the yeah. chocolate, there's like a little bit of Yeah, you, you get it like on the back side. In. Yeah. Yeah, that's that. Yeah. I get that on the back side. Like, yeah. like almost like I had um, like a chocolate bar mm -hmm. at the same time as I was drinking it. Like it's, it's, it's definitely present. Yeah. So to me, this is more of like a winter beer, you know, but yeah, yeah. I think it's cool that we have something like this now. So um, it's a great um, first beer on an early Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, come out at noon and have a breakfast out. Yeah. Um, you know, cause you're not, you're not there. It's first of all, seven, seven, four. four. Yeah. So you're not going to drink a bunch of them. Um, and on top of it, it's kind of a fuller body. So it's a little bit more filling, but yeah. it's, it's a great tasting beer. And, yeah. I think overall, um, it's having a, nice a flight. Definitely get on a flight. It's a yeah. great way, great way to try everything out at Buffalo Rock Brewing Company. We're located at 345 Anthony Wayne Trail. If you haven't been there in Waterville, Ohio. And if you haven't been there, you haven't been there and you should be. So um, look us up. Look yeah. us up. Um, you can find our coordinates on pretty much Google or any other map site. Find us on the uh, the 419 L Trail. 419 L Trail. Yeah. yeah. They just launched yeah. a few weeks yeah. ago. Yep. And, uh, or Tiger Brew. We're on Tiger Brew. Tiger Brew as well. Um, yeah. You can find us there if you follow that. Um, yeah. And uh, um, you go with like 419 Outro. You can also hop on a bus at different locations and take a bus ride. Yeah. They've got the 419 Brew bus. bus. Yeah. There's also That's another right. bus too called like SOS. It stands for yeah, something. I can't remember the name of it. Yeah. But it's I new. Can't... I don't know if it's new or not, but. I think it's been around, but I think it's hitting more like this location. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Um, so Jeff, um, what'd you do <clears throat> this like week? Yeah. Or... Well, on, uh, because of this ale trail launching, it, it just launched, um, pretty recently. And so Travis and I actually went to, um, uh, Great Black Swamp Brewing Company. One, Travis is also here. Do we even mention Travis? Yeah, yeah Travis, Travis. Hey, I'm here, guys. <laughs> yeah. I'm drinking How the How you doing back out? there behind the computer and you got a stout also. All right. Staying with us today. <laughs> right. Not not going in a different direction. You're riding the same train. And Travis right. had never been to Great Black Swamp. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, cool place. Oh, it's awesome. Um, yeah. Uh, great layout. Um, cool facility. Um, really going to be a super staple to that little part of town, too. Um, you know, that, that town kind of used to be hopping. It was a big music scene over there. So just down the street was Rusty's Jazz Cafe, right? Um, that was like them and um, Murphy's, I think, in town were the two jazz cafes that were really well known. And um, uh, I actually met Rusty before she sold the place. Coolest gal ever. Um, yeah, she was she was cool. She was spunky and um, she loved music, man. I'll tell you that. Um, and, and that's actually why I went there is I had a friend that was playing um, jazz drums. All right on. Um, yeah. Um, he, uh, my buddy's name was Aaron, and he played with Al Green. He used to he used to be in the Al Green band oh, you know, that traveled around. All yeah. Um, so he had some really cool stories to tell me, and I went to see him. But, That's um, sweet. Aaron Purdy. Um, yeah. And uh, so um, right up the road was Harvey's. Okay. It was a music staple. I mean, when I first moved to this town, if you wanted to hear music, it was pretty much the distillery or Harvey's like around there as like pre-village idiot. Um, Harvey's is gone now. The distillery is still a happening place. Uh, yeah. Lots of live music. Yeah. Um, 
and then you now got um, Village Idiot that's bringing in some great acts and, yeah. you know, a lot of other places as well, including Buffalo Rock. Yeah, dude. Very cool, man. Right? Yeah. So we checks. love our musician friends, and uh, thanks again to Chris Shutters last week for uh, uh, coming out and telling us some great stories. So, so uh, we should mention... Uh, just because I'm sure people will hear it, that it is raining outside. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we record in the studio, and the studio is the garage. And um, yeah, um, I have insulated doors, but they're also aluminum on the outside. So if you can hear the rain a little bit. Um, uh, Maybe a little add to the experience. Yeah, hopefully yeah. for you, first of all, we kind of need the rain a little bit around here. But uh, hopefully for you, it's not raining and it's sunshine. Yeah. Um, so, Travis, um, what do we do? Uh, what do we do? Oh, we went to after Great Black Country. We went to um, went to Ernest. The original oh, Ernest. Yeah. 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 Checked in. No, I forgot to check in there on the L Trail. Oh yeah. And then uh, you'll never make it back. Yeah. <laughs> All right, dude. Yeah, yeah. true story. Uh, to our then, friends at Ernest, I promise you, Jeff will be back. <laughs> um, so will I. I was just at the uh, the Westgate Ernest last night. <laughs> <laughs> Right on. Um, yeah, they make great beer. But on set this past, uh, over this weekend, uh, Travis and I went over and worked at the new building. Yeah. Yeah. So, 5002 Seaman Road, Buffalo Rock Bayside. Yeah. It's, it's coming, folks. It's been officially announced. It's coming. So, we have officially been through the planning commission. And um, so, for anybody that followed it or if you didn't follow it, kind of the process... Um, uh, we are opening Buffalo Rock Brewing Company, uh, second location, um, over in Oregon, Ohio on Seaman Road, 5002 Seaman Road. And, uh, it's a great building. Um, old fire station. We were kind of keeping our eyes open. We knew we were kind of busting at the seams in Waterville. Um, and, um, the timing just was right for this building and it's an old fire station. Yeah. Right? And it's, yeah, it's cool. Like, uh, I mean, this is, this has been going on like talks, talks wise, like, you know, with the city over there for God. For it's been several months of, of back and forth communications, a little bit of negotiations, but most of the negotiations were on kind of, um, what the potential abilities were to use the building. Um, so uh, we worked together, I think, you know, very closely to come up with things that one kind of tie into our operations, the way we work, we needed to be able to operate as a brewery. So first of all, you got the manufacturing side of it. Mm -hmm. um, and then also operate as a tasting room, pub room. Um, uh, for the patron side of things and this particular location was zoned residential and, and um, it's pretty much in the mix of the residential neighborhoods um, but it is on an intersecting corner it's right across from Pearson Park yeah which is metro a park. gorgeous metro park yeah. over in Oregon mm -hmm. it is a giant feather in that community's cap if you have not been there it's a beautiful piece of land and it's very very natural with uh a lot of marshy areas mixed in with a lot of heavy, heavy, like old mature woods, um, big oaks and, and I'm, I mean, you know, trees yeah. that have been around for many, many years, not like new growth. Yeah. Um, so 
It was um, cool. Like uh, a few weeks ago, uh, well, I guess a little over a few weeks ago now, but um, the uh, council meeting that gave the final stamp of approval for Buffalo to, um, you know, for this to go through, it was it was cool um, being at that council meeting over there in Oregon and seeing like um, people there who were in support of a brewery going into that yeah. building and also expressing why they were in favor of it going in. And, and then, you know, next thing you know, 13 ABC is there and W2L is there. And, yeah. you know, you're getting interviewed by these people too, talking about it. And yeah, your old job used to be the interviewer. Yeah. And now you yeah. are being interviewed, which yeah. we'll, we'll get into that here in a second. Yeah. Um, that I, I want to get your take on it. Yeah. Um, but going, yeah, going back into council and, mm-hmm. and seeing the comments, it. The comments, right? Right. That was pretty so, cool to hear. Um, yeah, it was uh, very much community supported. Um, you know, you, you never know because, first of all, um, there's a stigma to alcohol, right? So um, that that was probably the the first of all, it's the most known, but it's also um, you know nobody wants the you know nightclub next to them. Mm-hmm. you know yeah and so we had to kind of explain what our kind of establishment is about and and our core concept as a uh, company and you know being very community oriented and um you know part part of the neighborhood yeah and instead of this thing that you know oh uh, we got this thing down the street you know yeah um so uh i think we overcame that pretty well a lot of people um, and, and even people at the council chambers that made comments um, <clears throat> came out from Oregon to Buffalo Rock to check out the water to check it out. Location. They wanted to know what it was about yeah. before. Um, you yeah, know, they just wanted to come and see what it was it, all about. Yeah, yeah. You know, and they're and they're making comments to um, the uh, city council members who are voting on this thing, right? So um, <clears throat> it was sweet for a couple of reasons. I think that the the comments, um, some of them gave me like chills. Like um, there was a one fella, and I wish I'd have caught his name. <laughs> I know that um, this guy really did his research and yeah. talked about like he gave statistics. Not so and... much about Buffalo Rock exactly as much as microbreweries yeah. and how good they are and favorable toward communities. Towards and, the community, um, definitely. That yeah. they're you know they're not the hindrance that maybe like I said a nightclub might be mm-hmm. um, because it, it's a different clientele it's different hours and it's a completely different concept of um, having a bevy mm-hmm. right yeah so um, you know and, Just, that, and yeah. that's what you know we we had to get over that that concept of being you know quote unquote a bar mm-hmm. and the concept of being a brewery and this is like a you know a pub house tasting room that um, people are coming for an experience and a friendship and a camaraderie. And um, now I would like to go to your interview because <laughs> walking out of council chambers, um, did you did you have any feeling that you would get interviewed? Hmm. Um, no, I mean, even like uh, getting to the council meeting and like actually seeing like, I mean, they were already there, like WTL and 13BC were already there, you know? And I'm like, I oh, saw wow. one of them when I first walked in. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, a few yeah. minutes later, I think uh, Tony Geftis was, I think, maybe out in the hall or something, and he came in. Yeah. And then, in fact, on my way yeah. on the road, like, you pass, you pass the, um, the building when you're on your way to the um, 
Yeah, um, if you're coming from like our side of town, yeah. you go by the the, the new location. New Buffalo Rock Bayside. <laughs> yeah. Right? And Tony Geftos is actually out there, like taking some video and other shots uh, on, on my way. Like when I, I passed him, like going to the uh, to the meeting. So yeah, I already saw him. I was like, oh shit, like this yeah, is uh, it's real, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, so uh, um, coming out of council. Um, yeah, I, I wasn't expected to get interviewed either. I've kind of um, agreed. Troy's kind of been the spokesman for a lot of the stuff on the brewery. And, you know, when we get calls for interviews or newspaper or uh, magazines yeah. or whatever, um, <clears throat> Troy's kind of handled that. And uh, so he kind of spoke and I thought <clears throat> that was kind of, you know, that was kind of it. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, hey, do you, how about you say something? Here? And <laughs> yeah. I was like, like I probably had the deer in the headlight look, you know, um, you know, but it's, yeah, it's always a weird thing talking into a camera. That's why we talk into a microphone. <laughs> right. Um, I don't know. Then like the cool thing about like, like, I guess we could describe the building itself, like the inside at least. Like, Well, before that, I want to talk about your interview because you said one of the coolest things and I, I mentioned it in last episode, um, but it stuck actually with Troy and I both after listening to you, you know, um, as you were talking to uh, the news stations, you made a comment and the comment was craft beer is meant to be shared. Yeah. And it kind of sums up almost to the concept of what we're about as a company that um, we're trying to develop products that are um, super good tasting um, and we want you to share them with friends because we want you to have experiences totally, in life totally. with, yeah. um, you know, connect, connect to humanity. Yeah. And, um, our, our location has done that very, very well through a number of different ways, I think. And, and, um, you know, so now we're, we're discussing all these different things. How do we create that same atmosphere, right? Keep that same concept going um out there in out there Oregon. yeah totally totally because that's the th- that's the whole thing like behind that that statement you know like craft beer is meant to be shared and you know us as buffalo rock are excited to be sharing it with a new community over there absolutely you know i think people you know and, and they... oregon we are excited as um many of you have expressed in your comments um, we are so excited to be coming over to your community. We want to be great neighbors and great friends to all of you. Um, and uh, yeah, we can't wait to get going. And kind of already like, started, uh, kind of. Yeah. So let's let's talk about the building. <clears throat> yeah. Um, the building is significantly bigger than How our many, Waterville location. So our Waterville location has what do we? Travis mentioned this uh, the other day when we were out there, but but three. Bay, three basically doors, a right? three garage door bay bar area or right, area, right? right? You know, and I don't know what um, the width is on each door at the current spot. The actual garage doors, I think, are either nine foot wide or ten foot wide. Okay, and the new ones are Over in the, at the Oregon ten spot. foot wide. 12 foot tall so it's there i think the the ones at buffalo rock and waterville are nine foot wide these ones are a foot wider but okay okay so yeah a little bit bigger yeah and we're gonna do if if you haven't seen the building it's an old fire station you can kind of imagine what it's like 
um, has a bunch of garage doors that fire trucks and uh, well, yeah, how many doors does it have? Pull out. So uh, it's like five, five doors so, for the bar area, and then a larger door where the brewing's gonna right. Happen. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, so you guys are gonna have such a yeah. sweet area yeah. to brew in. Yeah, like, we were power washing the walls. Be, this uh, it's gonna be recently. so bright and like you're gonna be able to see everything. That'll be the um, cool thing about like from right. the road, and maybe and they'll be able to see you working, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Really cool. And floor drains, basically. Oh, dude, <laughs> floor this drains. Is, this is are gonna thing. be a beautiful thing to have. Oh yeah, there's yeah, a floor drain like right in the center, and it's it's just nice. Yeah. But but you're right, like the um, see through garage or people even like passing on the street in their car, they like happen to look over at the building. They'll see the equipment in there. Um, and then they'll see, you know, all the tables and the, the, yep. the tap. The taps yeah, very the, like, similar concept the, to what we have in Waterville where it's kind of an open air concept um, in the summertime or when, you know, when the weather's right, we'll be able to open the garage doors. Um, the garage doors are gonna connect directly to the patio out there, which is gonna be on the west side of the building. Yeah. Um, sorry, on the north side of the building. Um, so there's going to be a large patio to enjoy. Um, if you haven't been out there, um, very much like our front patio at Buffalo Rock and Waterville. Um, if you sit there at, you know, this time of year, it's about 915, 930, whatever the sun's getting ready to set. You can watch the sunset from our patio. Um, out there, it's even more open because you got this giant park next to you, mm. and there's not as much stuff close. the The tree, the tree line's a little bit further away. Um, the sunsets are going to be gorgeous yeah. from the patio out there. I think people will find this fact interesting as well, like the brew system that we that Buffalo purchased. Yeah. So um, I can't remember exactly when the first time. It was one of our expansions at um, Buffalo Rock and Waterville as we were adding fermenters and getting into um, double batching. So we had a bunch of three barrel fermenters and we were looking for sevens. Now we have, um, we currently have uh, five seven barrel Yeah, we fermenters. currently have five seven barrels, right? Um, so um, during that process, um, there were some fellows that had bought the Black Cloister equipment that used to be in downtown Toledo. Yeah, I think Black Cloister um, closed like before the pandemic, I think. Yeah, I can't remember exactly um, when it was. I think it, I don't want to, I don't want to say a date because I'm not sure. I want to say it was like 2019, but I might be wrong about that. I don't know. Yeah. But I think it was before the shutdown. So anyway, I think when they closed down, somebody bought their equipment, these fellows, and I think they, they kind of bought it with the intention of maybe opening a brewery. Um, but I think they, you know, their um, guys were busy and um, <laughs> the cops trying to trying to find yeah the cops um, are yeah the cops are coming they're coming for Travis um, yeah it's probably Travis makes sense um, <laughs> that's right down my road I yeah think. <laughs> I think that was right they, they rarely come down my road yeah. usually it's a couple roads over yeah um, so that was interesting <laughs> um, so so the. So this equipment, like people had already purchased it. So yeah, so these fellows purchased it, and um, it's been in a warehouse for three years, okay. three and a half years, whatever, four years. Yeah, all right. That um, makes, okay. Since they purchased it, and um, the first time we we kind of looked at it, but we wanted to buy some other equipment, but we didn't want they they bought everything that Black Oyster had, um, so we didn't. We were really looking kind of more for fermenters, you know, for just fermenters. And so they didn't want to break the equipment up. We went and found some stuff, um, added to our fleet over there, if you will, of uh, seven barrels. 
and in Waterville. And um, as we started down this path of the idea of uh, getting into Oregon and we went and looked at this building and we, you know, assessed the building, what size equipment we could get in, you know, some of its financials, what you can afford and all that kind of stuff. Um, I kind of forgot about that equipment. And then uh, a realtor friend of mine um, said, hey, you know, I know those guys that, you know, have that equipment. Maybe you'd be interested in it. And, you know, as, as things work out, sometimes the timing's right. And um, the conversation changed instead of looking for just a couple of fermenters, we were looking for like a new brew system. And um, so we worked it out. And we, so. we have a new, to us, uh, three barrel brewing, or sorry, seven barrel brewing system. Seven barrel fermenters. Um, seven barrel fermenters, some 15 barrel fermenters. And yeah. I, uh, uh, so a, that's a thing, right? Like a whole new system, man. Yeah. They're double. about ready to be brewing double the amount every single time you brew. Yeah. Right. It's, it's, oh, cool. it's pretty cool. And honestly, kind of, uh, like, um, I can't remember the lady who brewed, I can't remember her name, who, who brewed for Black Cloister. Uh, it, it may come to me. I cannot remember. I, I, but I do remember seeing that, like, she, when she was in Toledo making beer for Black Cloister, she had won, um, like, she, she was really good at what, like, at the craft. Yeah. Like, she won, like, national awards. Multiple awards. She was a great brewer. I, th- I believe she's brewing in Canada. I think she went to Canada. I think I heard that, that she's brewing I'm pretty at sure up there. she's up there. Um, and her name is, is escaping me right now. Yeah. And I know she, I believe, um, went to Germany, and she's a brewmeister. Like, she is fully certified. Like, master brewer. Master brewer. Yeah. 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 Um, so, um, that's a giant feather in a cap if you guys are out, you know, home brewing, you know, um, a little bit of rain hitting the walls. <laughs> um, I think the weather is exciting. Yeah, the weather is exciting about Bayside. <laughs> yeah. So um, just like, just like knowing that, like knowing that we're going to be making beer on a system from, you know, someone who is really good at the craft, I think it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Cause you know, um, she had input on like. Um, making everything like run right, you know what I mean? Yeah. Everything be set up in a, in a great way. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take some of that and hopefully build on it. And you got a pretty cool brew room over there. Yeah, Traps and I were uh, the uh, recent like we were um, power washing the walls, getting all the stuff off the walls before it gets painted. Power wash the floor over in the brew space. Yeah, they asked dirty. when we were at council um, in the city during you know the conversation of uh, putting this you know thing together. They wanted to know that you know we weren't going to make connection on this building and um, you know sit on it and you know not start for two years. They wanted to make sure we were going to start right away. Yeah. Um, they gave us a, a year timeline, which we worked out, which we felt was very uh, agreeable to. Um, we think we will be quite a bit faster than that. But they, it was interesting. They asked when we would get started. And we're like, well, we're going to get started like right away. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, like legit, man. We, we um, yeah, I mean, we're literally. starting to clean. Uh, take Chairs were dropped off. We're going to start painting. Um, I mean, when we got there on Saturday. Stuff we can do. Um, so the next steps right now you know now that we got this all approved um we got to get architectural plans designed and that's in process right now um 
there's some things that we can do prep work getting started um ultimate approval we got to turn in architectural plans and that's when you start you know being able to like um, like we got to add a new bathroom yeah or two we're working on that detail and you'll see like where uh, the bar will, like where yeah, the taps will be yeah where coolers, the taps going to be coolers for manners coolers man we're going to have giant coolers to keep your beer cold <laughs> i promise you um and it, yeah we got um i think a really cool layout um set up for this place and it's um, really, quite honestly, it's going to be, a, I think, a much better setup than we have in Waterville from an efficiency standpoint of how we operate. Um, it's going to be much more efficient of how things flow. I, it helps to have a little bit of extra space yeah. um, to, to arrange all that. But I also know, like, it's going to fill up fast, just like Waterville did, because we're going to just keep, you know, doing yeah. it. And um, as long as you keep making good beers. <laughs> It'll be it'll be cool. The brew space look over there, like it actually has windows, right already. Right on. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So and it's about like, ready to have cool. a giant window in the form of a garage door that's all glass. Um, so we, yeah, across the front, it's going to be six bays, uh, six bays of garage doors, bays. all glass. So when you look at this place, it's going to kind of um, take an uh, older building that um, I also learned in the process of going through. Um, the negotiations and council and all that. Um, this was water, or sorry, this was uh, Oregon's first public building, right? Okay, so yeah. So as a community, this was a, you know, and you think about it, back in the day, as, as communities were developing, firehouses were like one of the most important things, right? I mean, when you think about small country towns, they might not have a police department or a government office, but they got a fire station because that's like the most serious need, rapid response. Um, then I think typically comes the, the boys in blue and, and yeah. girls in blue and um, the, uh, you know, it's all safety services, but the police departments, you know, come yeah. next for making sure communities are safe and people can live freely. And um, so, yeah, we're, we're so excited because we were able to take an old car wash and preserve it in Waterville. Know, yeah. In Waterville. And now we're going to take a old fire station and preserve that. And, you know, because again, this, this property was zoned for residential. So from the beginning, if without any like flexibility within the community or in council and, and the administration, the only thing it technically could be used for was single family residential houses, which meant that the city had to sell this building whoever bought it had to knock it down and then they would have to build, you know, houses, right? Um, or the city could knock it down and then sell it as a blank piece of land. But the only thing that legally could be built there, I believe if you look like typical residential code, it's like, it can be schools, um, but it's not quite a big enough property for any type of a school. Um, it can be community type things. Um, but typically the problem with community buildings is there's got to be a funding source to support it because it, you know, it's an expense to keep maintaining the roof system and, you know, right. uh, boilers and, and, you know, fighting that support. So we're, we're happy that um, this opportunity came about and I love the idea of preservation. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's a great place to do that. And um, again, Oregon, we're so excited to be doing this.
What's interesting about like the seven barrel system too, like as far as like beer that would it be. is pounding. Yeah. <laughs> you probably can hear this on the podcast. And um, the only thing I can tell you is it's real. What we do here, we're not joking around with you. <laughs> we're in a garage we're right now. We're in a garage right now. Yeah. yeah. We're in a garage so, right now having the um, local Java stuff. But yeah, and, and we're having a lot of fun. So even though you can't see us, it is exactly what we're doing. Um, I, I think, thank you for listening and staying with us. Hopefully, you can hear me talking. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah. Maybe the rain is excited that Buffalo Rock is going to open yeah. this new space, and it's just like, this is sweet. You know, no. the way I look at it, it's it's more water to be beer. Yeah. <laughs> you know who's real excited about the new place? Those mayflies. Oh, They're swarming yeah. there. So, yeah, so um, if you're from, not from northwestern Ohio or northern Ohio, I don't know if they're everywhere. I don't think um, as you get down south, it's the same type of thing, but the mayflies are around Lake Erie. Um, and Bayside, by the way, is because Oregon is on the uh, bay, um, the western bay of Lake Erie. Okay. And so that's um, Buffalo Rock Bayside. That's how that's coming all together. Um, and Lake Erie has a hatch every year of bugs just like every community does um and you know at certain times of year bugs will hatch and they turn into you know moths or flies or whatever um in this case it's mayflies right and they, um, they only live for like a day 24 hours yeah and you really would think cool. that like a bug that only lives 24 hours right there there would you know like they only live 24 hours there can't be that many of them because they only like, live for 24 but it hours it turns out there's a billion of them. yeah it turns out there's a whole crap load of them and like literally at the at the new location at the building in oregon you could there are piles of them you, you could shovel really shovel you're them. shoveling them and it's not like we're not talking about like broom up a couple of dustpans and so this is a new learning curve of a new location because in Waterville, we're just far enough away. We don't, we get them, but we don't really get a lot of them. This new place is so close to the water that yeah, um, it's no joke. There are a billion of them, gazillion of them. <laughs> yeah. And um, so one of the quick learning curves is, honestly, we haven't even opened, but we're learning the community. Um, next spring, because I think, you know, we'll be open sometime in this, you know, next year, I think sooner than anywhere. Um, when it comes this time next year, spring, right before summer or early summertime, and the mayflies are hatching, we gotta shut our garage doors. Yeah, I don't think that they're. Like there's so many. There's so many. There's a ton right now. Yeah, yeah there's so many. Um, somebody was telling me a story the other day that they um, left. They went somewhere and they they parked their car, and they had you know, stopped their car and they were looking for something that was at night and they turned on a light inside their car, right? Yeah. And they got out of their car thinking that, you know, not thinking that they had turned on the light with the windows down and shut the car door and when they got in their car the next morning, it just was like a giant, like, bed of mayflies inside their car. Like, yeah. Like a plague, dude. There's a lot of them. I'm serious. If they, like, ate you like mosquitoes, we'd be dead. Dude, like, no kidding. There's so many of them. Um, but what's crazy is they like go to like warm warm spots, um, smell like or, fish. or collect. They kind of do smell like fish. I think you know um, they hatch on the edges of like water and, and lakes and stuff like that. It's, um, it's actually and, pretty disgusting. 
yeah it, it's it's not the best smell so yeah we're gonna have like a everyday cleanup <laughs> for and, and so the mayflies too it's not an all year thing it kind of lasts about like maybe like a two week period like mm-hmm. when they hatch it's a season mm-hmm. um and it's a short season and they only live 24 hours but obviously there's enough of them that they hatch at different times and it's crazy um and if you if you've never experienced it it's absolutely crazy if you live in oregon or you live along the lake you're like yeah it's mayfly season. <laughs> yeah. you know it's boater season we'll make a, we'll make a mayfly beer yeah i gotta make a mayfly beer but <laughs> If, if we don't have the Mayfly beer out, come boater season, we do have the... Um, let's yeah. go boating. Yeah, let's, we'll, we'll let's go boating. Yeah, yeah. We'll do, let's go we might boating. have to dual name that. Let's go boating <laughs> slash let's go bowling. Yeah, it'll we'll be your boating game. Uh, Made it specifically for you. German-American fest oh, yeah. themed beer. We haven't even talked about that. So, um, yeah, Oregon once a year has... It's my favorite festival. German-American festival. It's my favorite fest. Um, and it's year. like legit German... Yeah. Um, you have like all different kinds of Oktoberfests. Yeah. And it's, it's, just, it's like the whole German experience. So they have like a German kind of village there yeah. um, where the restaurant is serving all German food. And they yeah. serve actually, I think, year-round, but it's like only like maybe... Parts of the town, like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Thursday through Sunday. Oh or yeah, Sunday. okay. Um, but I think they are open all year round, but they have you know kind of more of a limited schedule. Um, It'll be interesting though, right? Like when yeah, that festival is going on. Yeah, it's literally right yeah. down the road. Oakshade Grove. That, that's where the festival is at. Um, it's going to be crazy. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, if you've ever been to a German American festival, you know, like it's just. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's cool. From it's very well like, supported. We go every year, and we always take a bus to get out there because one of the bus route or stops, pick up and uh, drop off is, is literally like a block away from our house. Oh yeah, so yeah. we can literally. I'm coming walk. to your house next year. You should. Yeah, that's uh, brilliant. Yeah, that's it's brilliant. it's totally clutch, and yeah. uh, so bus takes us out there because it's kind of a haul from like West Toledo. Yeah. You know, and that's one thing um, we don't promote drinking and driving. Like we want people to be responsible. Um, And uh, I know, you know, that community is about that too, because that's a pretty big festival, but they, they try to make sure that people um, stay behaved. Yeah. Um, That building, man, like the uh, seven barrel, like our production, like, now that we have double the size of what we're currently making and we'll be making that volume over there like this opens up um you know more kegs that we can get to like outside a house yeah and then also cans yeah you know um so there's there's a lot of ideas that we've been discussing like um some things to throw in for like uh specialty runs just for cans right um, like i'm wondering uh, if like, we're we'll gonna do a whole, be a lot more flexible a whole batch a whole seven barrel batch specifically just for cans yeah yeah you know i think I, mean? I think there there will be that day coming and um we'll get it uh uh all figured out yeah so it's it's definitely interesting and like like you said like we're already working on the building like um troy and travis like while i was power washing the walls like they were ripping down um cabinets and uh right everything off the walls so to describe what's going to happen um certain things we can do that are not like any type of structural changes right so um we're going to go in and wipe the building kind of clean on the inside yeah um for people you know 
if you haven't been there or you're not from Oregon, um, you can kind of picture it though. It's a kind of a typical fire station, six bays that used to house fire trucks. And then there used to be living quarters. So there's an upstairs yeah. to this place. It's like showers is, and know. everything. Yeah, <laughs> so. Um, there's kitchens. Yeah, we worked with the city to get that, um, for the ability to, um, and we don't know for sure if we'll do it, but the ability to use it as an Airbnb. Um, not with the typical concept of an Airbnb, but kind of more the idea of you can come and stay at a brewing experience. Yeah. Um, so, you know, maybe get to uh, come down on a brew day. Um, might be something that, you know, if they, if they want and kind of, you know, we get through the logistics of, or maybe they, you know, can chip in and part of the brewing process, whether it's, you know, grinding grains or helping drop mm -hmm. grains or mashing or whatever. Um, obviously there's parts of it that, you know, if you haven't done it before, it's not, you know, mm -hmm. not turning somebody loose, but, uh, be part of the experience and, and see how beer is made. Um, we don't know if that's for sure going to happen. So, but that was, that was an option that we wanted to consider and, and let people know that, um, you know, again, something that's designed into the feel of the community and also mm -hmm. kind of the concept of the brewery. Funny thing um, about the, with you talking about the grain. Like grinding the grain? Yeah. Or I guess the correct term would be milling. giant amount. It's a shoot. So, like, dude, now yeah. all we're going to have to do is, like, <laughs> I would have to, like, take the 55-pound bag. Break dump, it open and pour it in. Open it and pour it, and then it literally is going to shoot up into the mash tun. Yeah. So now, great. now I don't have to break, we don't have to break our backs dumping yeah. the... <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Like, as it gets bigger, some of the things some actually of the, potentially the labor, get easier. like diminishes yeah. some, of, some of it gets easier the responsibility kind of grows you know on the brewing side because you know a batch um you know instead of three barrels yeah got to be right now right. it's got to be seven barrels right. be right and i'm sure we'll go through a little bit of a learning curve of mm -hmm. increasing volume because there are you know some adjustments and recipes um i think it's mostly on the hop side from everything that i've been researching and right um but adjusting recipes to put out the same exact product that you've been tasting for a long time now two years seven barrel um, system man and it's crazy that this like happened in two years like we legit like are busting at the seams in the building we're in yeah. in two years and i gotta um, i gotta say i'm sure people who come into buffalo uh regularly probably know this too just by looking at it but it the time is right because the built the current building is so maxed out yeah like space wise yeah, we're we okay. move stuff around just because we don't have room to yeah. put stuff sometimes. And that's and like resort. also you guys have built on um, like as well. Yeah, we you know? added a cooler. Yeah. Um, Imagine if you didn't that. do that. I don't know how we'd have done it. No way. I don't think it's possible. No way. Yeah, I don't think it's possible. No way. Like, like it, um, it, no, it just thinking about it like right But you now, know, as, as we've been doing this, um, we kind of just been, as we find a need, we kind of find a way to fix it address it and you know we got to the point there at waterville that we we've expanded really as much as we can expand yeah you know we could expand production more but we would have to cut down the pub side of things because we would have to expand into parking lot for yeah. more you know facility space and cut out parking um which kind of takes going back to uh, bayside um we're going to be adding some parking over there um and uh, okay. there's kind of there's kind of a two tier parking plan, <clears throat> and we're going to be adding some parking now. There's a future parking expansion that uh, 
we will likely do down the road because um, I think we'll need it. Um, but uh, we also have out in front, like connected to the patio, kind of a little park area that's like a really cool little yeah, space. Yeah, yeah, like that. Um, that like has, a, has a really nice flagpole on yeah. it. Yeah. Um, which we always wanted. Interestingly enough, at Buffalo Rock and Waterville, we've been trying to yeah. figure out um, one. We wanted to put a, a flagpole in, and we have the buffalo that's on the inside, designed to be mounted on the outside. That yeah. we wanted to kind of you know yeah. tie that in for our, our entryway if you will and and again we just you know get busy one step at a time and i think that'll eventually go but we have a flagpole man i'm, ex I'm excited about that um it just but, it's just cool too like when we were out there uh working too like um there were a couple people who like literally drove in stopped came out of the car talked to troy yeah. while we were out there you know and yeah then, they they like it's a buzz yeah and right? then uh you could see like people on the on the road like driving by like everyone was like looking over and doing like double takes you know right. and then um when i went to my friends and i went to uh the Ernest westgate last night and uh the guy who was serving beer he was like ah oregon location he's like we're all excited man we're excited mm -hmm. you know and i was like yeah you know this is pretty cool so it was interesting like as um, we started discussing this and, and you guys both know Travis and Jeff um, when do you kind of release the information to the public because you know honest, honestly at home we're like busting at the seams with excitement right because we know this is kind of all you know there's the discussions that are going on and um, as you're getting ready to make the plan to kind of make it public which the first public meeting was uh, the planning commission um, you know, we have what we think we're presenting and what we think works for the community and, and um, the city had their ideas of what they felt worked for the community. And, you know, we ultimately came to kind of a meet in the middle of um, the ability to put this together. And like, I mean, the excitement in-house was like, yeah, let's just tell everybody about this, you know, like, let's just, I'm going to scream it, you know? Yeah, no. Um, and, uh, you know, there's the excitement and there's also like, you know, from a business perspective, you know, there's the risk, you're going back in, you're buying equipment, you're doing a bunch of stuff. And, um, uh, so, you know, you get the little butterflies in your stomach to making the whole deal happen. And, um, it's just, yeah. So the, the first meeting, planning commission where it was it was a public hearing that's when it technically was public right so we didn't you know there's a lot of ducks that have to be lined up and fall in place and dot the i's and you know cross the t's and um you know num number one after that is getting through city council and, yeah and, yeah um yeah and then it passed seven or no well, yeah you know yeah, seven to zero, yeah. and um, great support from the city administration to um, work with okay. us and um, meet when we needed to meet. And of course, they had times when they're like, "Hey, we need to discuss these things." We were able to do the same thing and yeah. um, work together, and um, we're just very excited. And, yeah, I mean, I, I told the guy um, last night at uh, Ernest, we said that uh, I was like, "Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited, but I'm also like." I'm like nervous excited because um like as long as the product can taste because it's first impression yeah you know what i mean and that yeah. first week that we're open it's going to be people are going to be obviously go and as long as the, the beer tastes good the tables everything is set up you know the right yeah. way yeah. i just 
You know, that's, yeah. I told you, I was like, that's what I'm nervous about. I just, I want people to go have a, get a beer or a flight and have them enjoy the flight or just the pint. Yeah. And also the, the whole and atmosphere. The experience that, you know, that, I just right, want everything right. to be, that's what I'm nervous about. Yeah. But I'm excited. I'm, I'm ready for it. So to not make you any more nervous or to make you as nervous um, <laughs> or more nervous, maybe. Maybe more Because um, I know how you get like with the first beer or you yeah. know, every time you release a new beer, you get nervous about it. Christmas, um, album, for example. You know, there's no way to do this without producing on that seven barrel system because we can't really kick enough beer out on our three barrel to sustain Waterville and uh, Oregon. So um, get ready to brew, brother. <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm so excited. I can't wait for the first brew day session. I know, like, man. That's kind of sweet. Whatever day it is, there's going to be like 10 of us there. Right? We have to I document mean, it. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure Travis will be there. You'll be there. I'll be there. Troy and Brian will be there. I, th- I assume Colin may be there. Um, uh, the we may have a few there. others. Yeah, some of the yeah some of the regulars. Somebody told me yeah. one of the regulars told me uh, in Waterville, um, I think well, like a week ago. They're like, uh, they're like, when you guys open, we are gonna get we're gonna rent one of the brew buses to take us from the Waterville location over to the like to, the <laughs> Oregon location to like <laughs> meet the Oregonians, <laughs> yes. right? Um, yeah, yeah. And cool. by the way, if you're in Oregon and our, our dudes over there, our gals over there um, in Waterville do come and do that, they're going to be um, great people coming over and we have the best patrons. Yeah. And um they uh, they love to relax and just meet new people yeah. and, and again that that camaraderie that community that um, friendship and bonding and it's just a cool thing mm-hmm. that breweries do because craft beer is meant to be shared. It is man. Right? It's so, bottom line, dude. So, all right. Um, well, we're gonna keep painting and power <laughs> washing and tearing stuff off walls and getting designs done and sweating and um you'll know we're and... getting close because we're going to start um cutting a little bit of asphalt out planting some trees and getting some better landscape areas in there and kind of decorating up the corner and um uh we're going to be adding a little bit of asphalt for some new parking you're going to probably see dumpsters um i know there's actually there's dumpsters there, there right because now. the the fire department that had been in there they had a new facility but they still had quite a bit of equipment in there as they were um, transitioning to their new facility um this particular building i think it's been seven or eight months that it was closed as a fire facility um and um, again like i said the timing was right this just kind of happened the city gets this building that they don't know what to do with um, and, um, I know they were researching different ideas and they've talked about, um, that and, um, yeah, just, uh, the timing was right, um, for them and for us. And we're so excited. Like I can't say it enough. We're so excited. So Oregon, <laughs> here we come. Oh yeah. So, oh, yeah. um, anything more on the building? Other no, than, just, uh, uh yeah. Like while you're pour, uh, pulling up the, the week ahead. Yeah. So we'll get into the schedule coming up. Um, this is going to be the July 4th weekend or week. Uh, um, so yeah, July 4th yeah. is Tuesday. Normally we're open on Tuesdays. We're going to be closed on the 4th of July. 
um, in honor of our um, freedom in this country. So we'll be back um, on Wednesday. Right? Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. This is, uh, let, let's, let's celebrate and let's celebrate together. Um, and, you know, when you're out there watching your fireworks and you're with you, all your friends, and remember the freedom that we have to live in this beautiful country that we're in. Maybe, and maybe crack some uh, Buffalo Rock bevies on that day. It's a good time to have a bevy. <laughs> Definitely a good time to have a bevy. Um, so, um, yeah, and actually, um, uh, we will have... So it's um, Wednesday the 5th. Yeah, I was going to say, last week we will have... Last week, the cooler was stocked and ready for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, I was going to say we'll have the cooler stocked, but that was actually last week, <laughs> Saturday. Either way, the beer will yeah. be ready and cold yeah. for you. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so going into Wednesday, we have um, Music Bingo with Sarah. Oh, cool. Um, so we haven't done that in a while. Yeah. Um, and uh, coming back, so come out for Music Bingo um, watch for our Facebook and our uh, website for the topic. We'll be updating that shortly. Uh, Lyle's Crepes, going to be serving up their eats, which are great food. Mm-hmm. Um, busting in. So last week we had Chris Shutters. Chris Shutters is going to be out playing this week on uh, Thursday from 6 to 9. Um, Cruising Cuisine serving up the eats. Um, what a beautiful week of like music and celebration on yeah. the 4th of July um, going into Friday we got Jordan and Josh coming out the other ah, entertainers um, and Smash Dogs food truck serving up the eats and then on to Saturday John Roth and if you haven't seen John John's fantastic oh yeah um, plays a, with a lot of other musicians around town yeah. and he's a fantastic musician and um, El Pedrino serving up the eats Man. so coming back Man, um, Padrino's been there almost every Saturday. Two, two Saturdays in a row. Yeah, um, that's cool. So, yeah, we've been uh, working with them real well. And uh, um, I think all the food trucks, I think they, they really enjoy coming out to our place because our patrons are very friendly. And um, they do support the food trucks when they're there. Yeah. Most of the people that come out do eat the food trucks. So, um, obviously, you know, as we get toward the weekend, it builds up. And yeah. the weekends are a little bit busier. But, uh mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, you better get it while it's hot. That's what I'd say because it's a uh, delicious food coming Man, your way. What a good week. So yeah, fantastic week. Um, and, uh, happy 4th of July. Right. Because this is releasing on the 4th of July, actually. Yeah. It is. Yeah. yeah. So, um. So maybe, yeah. 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 Um. It's cool. The kaboom coming your way. Fireworks <laughs> and all. Hell yeah. Um. No, I just appreciate so, people listening to this, man. Um, Oregon, it's exciting. So, as this airs, last night's Perrysburg Mommy Fireworks, I think Toledo's is tonight, 4th of July. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Lots of other fireworks yeah. around. Is that um, what I found it interesting. It was. Is it this year? Uh, is that what it's called? It, I think it's it what was. it's usually it called, right? Yeah, I think, it, I think yeah. it has been. Okay. Um and uh yeah i was surprised i was looking at all the different places of fireworks and some are like you know pre fourth of july going even like like a full week earlier um and then there's fireworks actually at different towns like locally all the way like two weeks out yeah um and i think some of them like they celebrate like their fourth of july and also some of their community events at the same time 
Um, so they, our neighborhood, man, there people have been already shooting uh, just, off. Like, yeah. literally like the start of June, man, right. and that goes all the way. Yeah, um, so it's already started. Something about firecrackers and noise and <laughs> bright lights that they make. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll be I'll be honest with you, and I said this before on one of our previous podcasts. I love fireworks. I love. Every year I love watching it. It brings back great like memories for me growing up as a kid, um, watching my kids grow up and watching their eyes light up as, you know, the fireworks were going off um, to hanging out with friends because it's oftentimes like a barbecue weekend um, or week and um, just great experiences and celebrating, you know, the freedom that we have in this country. And um, yeah, God bless America. So, um, crack those bevies open. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, right with on. that being said, cool. that's a wrap for Bevies on Tap. Right on. Cheers. Cheers, man.